Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Best Thing Ever, a podcast about the stuff our friends like. Each week, we pick something that one of my friends likes, and they explain it to me. And the reason is, because I've been known to be somewhat of a hater in the past week publicly. I've hated anytime people say, we did blank when I was a kid and we turned out fine. Mm -hmm. I hate that, because uh, they are never someone who seems well-adjusted. I hate the gross, phrase, smooth yeah. as a baby's bottom. I think we should find something less gross to use for that. Also, I've publicly mm -hmm. hated hotel Wi-Fi. So yeah. to make up for yeah. all of that negativity, you're running a lot it's, it's very weird when you're like two things that are wild and one thing that literally nobody on the planet has ever liked or <laughs> been a big fan of. Like, like, oh, all right, guys, I was finally brave enough this week to shit on hotel Wi-Fi. Hotel Wi-Fi, finally. Well, say that that's it, taking brave. it down. I never said these were brave hot takes. I did not yeah. say that. No, Tom oh Bodet is like, look, I tried real hard with my Wi-Fi, and you guys don't like it. That's like, I take, I, I crank that Wi-Fi out by hand every Poor morning. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave the Wi-Fi slow for you. <laughs> That's Tom Bodet. So this is episode 28 of uh, the best thing ever, and today we are talking about Twilight Imperium. This is a big fourth one. edition Pax Ooh. Magnifica Bellum yeah. Gloriosum. <laughs> Peace is mag magnificent. <laughs> And oh, the bells wow. are glorious. Wow. Um, We're going to I'm looking at this thing. You can see our, by the way, what I'm looking at. Uh, you can always see that by uh, following us, uh, subscribing on YouTube, youtube.com slash Alex Falcone. Uh, Hunter is going to be presenting to us today about Twilight Imperium, including such things as War, Cats in Space, and yeah. Sonic the Himbo. Mm. Nice. Very hot Sonic yeah. pictures coming up oh, in your presentation. Sonic I've seen coming, yeah. That's my least favorite Sonic game, Sonic the Himbo. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. Sonic levels are really good, but right. the Himbo, the Himbo levels are really bad. The nice yeah. thing is, you know, you could stack it with um with like Sonic and Knuckles, and then you could play as the Himbo through any of the other levels in yeah. the other Sonic games. Oh, yeah. and that's gotta, why it's really you gotta beat it first. It's just the Himbo. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um let me introduce you to the panel in a game that I call uh three hosts and a lie. Each uh host I'm going to give you a fun fact about them, and you're going to try to figure out which one is this not is a, true. This is funny. One of them is not true, and you'll find out at the very end which one. Um, so today, good, you guys all just saw the joke. Okay, so I'm going to give each one of you, I'm going to give each of our signs, and obviously, people who know really well can tell from our personalities which one's not real. It's, it should be very mm. clear which one of these is a lie. Yeah, and these are kind Joel of based around birthdays, too. Yes. Uh-huh. So you'll also, you can tell where in the in the year people We've were born. Any... There are things that are not astrology that are like you, you know, if you're born in like no, September or you're October, you're better at hockey, right? Yeah. Anyway, there I mean, are things you can tell about people. You're essentially doxing all of us by giving out the most important information you can possibly have. Well, but yeah. it, so yes, yes, but again, anyone who knows astrology could just tell so you would because yeah, it's, right. it's okay. so consistent ourselves by our personality yes yeah. we've already been publicly doxxed repeatedly so okay so my name i'm your i'm your host my name is alex falcone i am a virgo and i'm also going to be this is not a fact this or this is a fact it's not part of the game i'm going to be in fort collins and denver at the end of this month september 20th 29th and uh in reno nevada on october 21st all that coming up you can find more <laughs> alex Falcone. you should Ninja. really have to start plugging one fake show yeah do i in order to make the placebo work do i have to have a fake ticket link where you can give me money yes. and then just know yes. oh, yeah, yeah yeah exactly. uh, scam I'll, if you will well it's yeah. just like i'll be at this <laughs> this small club this small club and i'll be performing at the, the madison square garden square garden oh, yeah i was right. trying to think of, i was trying to pull a big arena but i, I do i do know a couple of people named madison and i have thought of trying to do a show in their backyard at a garden 
Wow. Uh, see if I could do that live. I think that would be a good special live from Madison's Square Garden. Yeah. Uh, Madison. I also think I could do another fun idea would be to do a dry bar special, but at the blow dry place, not the comedy yeah, if label. You, if you bar. do the Madison Square Garden thing, you have to do the um, the Dane Cook in the round thing when you have like a yeah. big round circle <laughs> and people all around you. You have to. Well, her garden you have is to in get the middle of the yard, so yeah. Yeah, you have to get obvious. that look to it. I also um, like your dry bar comedy thing because tour. obviously dry bar comedy is as famous as Madison Square Garden. So that's perfect. <laughs> yes. that I mean, works. dry bar, the label is very famous to comedians and to Mormon comedy fans and very little else. Um, but the hair, the blow dry place is much more successful. Like they named their comedy label after a very successful line of women's hair salons. And I think that's mm-hmm. very funny. I, uh, I think your your all pun gotcha tour is a fun idea, which is like, yes. what is all the things I would love to play, and how do I hack that name? That's such a good right. good. Uh, all right, what else is on there? I don't know. Uh, the ju- just <laughs> what are there other no. big venues you want to play? Yeah, you can play the crypto yep. arena and just have it in a crypt. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. With, with, the, know, yeah. with the crypto keeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the MC yeah, I mean, also, of the crypt show. It would be like a, I could build an arena where each person has to bring two chairs and then their friends have to bring two chairs. And that's so it's a, a like a crypto. Yeah, I got to say, Alex, this bit is such a Vogo bit to do. Well, this is a so perfect opportunity good. to do the thing that that Hunter talked about last week where we could do a bit really slowly, but then edit out the pauses. So we sound like geniuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could really take time to write this bit. Mm. I think that uh, maybe you could do you could just go to Epcot and or is it in Epcot where they have all the different little the little fake like around the world type area oh, sure, in Disney yeah, yeah, World yeah. and you could just play Paris and Italy and you know yeah, all these different yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You could just do other countries. Yeah. And, I mean, you could just go to backlots, do like a backlot Paris, and be like, I played Paris there. You know, I could do. do yeah. Also, I could do Paris, Texas. Paris, I mean, Texas, but, great film. Yeah, good film. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Also, well, like the punchline. You could just do a whole line of people who are punching you. That's very easy. Bent <laughs> <laughs> like bent like bent like fine. I'm gonna have to cut out a large portion of this. So for the <laughs> listeners at home, that took longer. I mean, I know it felt long. Took even longer in real took life. Even okay. longer, yeah. So am you I a Virgo? You'll unedited. find out at the end. Also joining us, our chief marketing officer Ezra Fox is an Aquarius. Yeah, it's the it's the age of me, people. Is it, is it always the age of Aquarius? Does that come and go? I don't know. Uh, this this system. Yeah. I, yeah, it's where the sun is or where the moon is. Or Also the, joining us, <laughs> our chief historian, Mr. Anthony Lopez, is a Leo. Damn straight. rounding out the panel, Mr. Hunter Donaldson, our board game influencer. Er, and today, special presenter is a Scorpio. Yeah, I have Venom I've in my stinger, and you, yeah. I'll sting you. Of these four, I, I mean, Virgo is obviously the lamest sign, yeah. I think, overall, but including on here. But I don't know what an Aquarius is. Is it just water? It's a water bearer, so it's just dude with water. Oh, like, water just, like a water boy. Yeah, water boy. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. you this hate is, Gatorade. Uh, yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah, canonically, yeah, 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 yeah. It talks with a Cajun accent and yeah. tackles real well. Yeah, hates Gatorade. Okay. You know? Yeah, hate Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He does hate Gatorade. Mm. Uh, all right. So water. anyway, those those are your four fun facts. One of those is not true. We'll find out. But now let's talk. We have such a great topic today. We're talking about Twilight Imperium, and this is so fun <laughs> because Hunter is one of the foremost. Twilight Imperium celebrities in the entire world, hmm. and I would say that One probably of. Ezra, Anthony, and I, so to, many, you know, I mean, together. Yeah. Well, look, pick a niche. Good for you. Yeah, you don't have to be the most. You don't have to be 
the most competitive field to be the best at something. Yeah. Also, maybe there's not more Twilight Imperium influencers because you've nailed it so hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you've done it so well, no one else can ever do it again. Yeah, you've done the Twilight Imperium, what Weird Al has done to parody me. Exactly. Just like there's only so much space. In that that. Anytime medium, other people yeah. do versions of the of a Twilight Imperium podcast, people just label it on BitTorrent as being by Hunter. Yeah. It's a weird <laughs> outfit. Right. It's, okay. it's that. It's that. Oh, so here's the thing. I feel so confident saying that I am the second foremost Twilight Imperium expert on this podcast because I've well, done so much I was going to say that the three of us combined probably don't know four things about this game so no, i like that we I, have like one of the most like w- most knowledgeable and the most ignorant group but as you've been studying for the test so you know a little i had bit. a week to study yeah um very exciting all right so we're gonna start with our core memory hunter mm-hmm. take us back tell us what your 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 strongest earliest most important memory of twilight imperium the board game is so on the Figma, I have some pictures of like me and my friends um, because mm-hmm. when I was in high school, me and my me and my friends would play uh, this game called Axis and Allies, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah, like a yeah. World War II simulation uh, board game, and Where you can be good or bad. Yeah, you. Well, yeah. There's only there's five spots, and one of them's Hitler. So <laughs> yeah. one fifth of the one fifth of the people playing are Hitler. Um, and honestly, Hitler was kind of the most fun to play, but uh, that's another, that's a whole nother <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know if I want to dig um, in this. I did, <laughs> sorry, really quick aside, is that I played a, a show at a board game store over the weekend, as came, was great fun. Yeah. One of the things they sold at this board game store, though, was a chess set themed on the Civil War. Mm. Interesting. So you could play as either was side like, of that. One was side like could uh-huh. be Lincoln. Abraham was like Abraham Lincoln the king, the king and Jefferson yeah. Davis was the opposing yep. king or was exactly. it like Lee and Grant were the I believe it they? was I believe it was Lincoln I, maybe Jefferson and Grant were also on there maybe they're the queens I don't know queens. Well yeah, Jefferson would have been Jefferson would have been the southern army Sorry. president yeah, 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 he was yeah, yeah. yeah so he yeah. would have been the opposite king or yeah. Lee and Grant would have been Grant, the kings yeah. if you were doing mm-hmm. like soldiers Here's the question though if you were building that chess set which team is white because I'll tell you, the answer mm. that they picked was not what you'd expect. Anyway, uh, back <laughs> well, to Well, I mean, you, to Hunter. be fair, the South did start first. They, they did the first oh, volley. The yeah. So if they uh, go first in the game, that does, you know, canonically make sense <laughs> into the thing. It actually does. Um, yeah. Very yeah. good point. I, yeah. I anyway. didn't have, like, Civil War uh, chess apologist, like, on my bingo card for this show. <laughs> oh, but... Yeah. <laughs> Kind no, of an I interesting think, well, direction. Of My bishops will rise again. You know, let <laughs> <Wow>. me tell you. <laughs> so I think of all the types of Civil War apologist, Civil War chessboard apologist is the is one of the better ones. How old was this chessboard? That's what I want to know. Did they make this well, like the, yesterday? Or it was is... the first thing the Daughters of the Confederacy made. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we gotta, gotta <laughs> get in on chess. Gotta tell the story. First. Yeah, yeah we gotta uh, get in. I don't know. I didn't ask. Uh, all right, Hunter. So these are you playing, including one of these where it looks like you could have been in the Civil War. Very old photo. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, there's multiple. There's a. I will say of these four photos, a lot more suspenders than I expected. Oh yeah. I mean, what? What do you? I mean, yeah. That's my life. Um, I had a lot of suspenders <laughs> friends. I mean, these are board game nerds. I I, I yeah, grew yeah. up with a bunch of tight knit board game nerds. We played a lot of board games and we wore a lot of suspenders. It's just something that kind of went <gasps> Did down. Did you guys go to get like J.C. Penny photos taken? Yeah, so this this photo here, uh, you got to check out the Figma, everybody. Got to check yeah. it out on YouTube. It's in the show uh, notes. 
There is, this is a, we, we have a tradition where we would go to like a shitty mall and get like mall photos made of all of us. Yeah. This is probably the best one we ever had. It kind of makes us all look like a, we're part of a local news team, which I really it's did. It's really it's good. Like, it's, or yeah. it could be like a, maybe a, like an improv troupe. I could also see this feels like We that do kind of look like a lame improv troupe. Well, it's um, just one like, girl. It's a classic improv troupe. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah. like you, it looks like you guys are an improv, a comedy act that does uh, the state's cover sketches yeah like you just yeah. cover the state <laughs> like sketches. It's, it's a if this is a yeah. comedy troupe we're not funny we are like the opposite yeah. of 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 a funny i troupe. really like this tradition i'm gonna say i know it's fun to like rag on you guys but this is like a great idea and i'm jealous that my friends didn't yeah. do it and i love you the way it looks it. and yeah. everything about this rules yeah we're trying to do it again uh at the end of this month so i'm really excited See, can you recreate this pose uh, probably we probably won't. We'll probably come up with new. Well, we got okay. new stuff. We got to do. New, we got to go forward. Also, know? three of these people have been canceled, so it's a different. Yeah, photo. yeah. A lot, of, a lot of these people are you know way out at this point. Did you guys ever have to wait in line to do this, or is it always like? No, I can't imagine. No, like no. They're, they're always open. They're, they must the, be psyched when you walked in and like we want photos. Like oh my god, I'm so glad we still have this here. We yeah, we can totally do it. If we show up, it's like the, that's all that's happening, basically, yeah. every time we've, we've, okay. uh, we've done this. Anyways, as far as Twilight Imperium is concerned, uh, on November 1st, 2013, uh, my buddy Matt, uh, who I co-host uh, the, the other podcast with, um, mm -hmm. bought Twilight Imperium. He bought it in Louisiana. He was working in Louisiana at the time, and there was like some board game store was going out of business. And he bought it at a discount, and he basically bought it just because me and me and Sean, the two uh, in the psychedelic dust bowl over there, um, mm. were we were we were just talking about like complicated, weird long board games that we could play. And he bought it just based off of uh, just knowing the name of it. Oh man! And I was so excited. And for some reason, you know what's funny? So this is the Facebook post there, um, which says, bought this today. I have an addiction. I don't even know what that means. Like, what, I, I don't addiction know what you're talking about. Addiction to buying games. I bet he doesn't no, buy no, no. It, like, he, this, yeah. this box is full of heroin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, they, it was a for help, and you missed yeah. it. He was like, I have a, I'm putting all of my heroin in a board game box. I've got a this real is bad just, problem. Yeah. It's just all funny because this is shops. such an important photo, like in my life. Yeah. It has yeah. no this... likes and no comments. <laughs> yeah. That's is, that's pretty great. Is is this the box? This is the game that got you into it. Like so this right here. Is yeah. This so this copy? is 2013. So this is Twilight Imperium Third Edition, mm -hmm. um, which mm -hmm. was the version of the game that came out around 2005. Um, it was kind of a it, it was like a leveling up of what twilight imperium is um but that's kind of getting ahead of it a little bit the point is my core memory here is in 2013 i start playing this board game and it's a complicated weird annoying stupid shitty board game but we start playing it like every week or some amount of time we're in college or like out of college at this point like everybody's either still in college or they're out of college but they're not moving on with their lives yet mm. um and so we have a lot of time to play uh -huh. this game um and i would say we played a pretty embarrassing amount of it especially considering that you know it's the thing that people know about this game is it takes all damn day it takes all damn night it takes your whole life play yeah. just one time it will take everything right, you got. started the podcast because you're still playing it like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you started still, the game and you're like we might as well take just, a break to podcast periodically just trying to finish one damn game yeah. of it um <laughs> but yeah so we played it a bunch um and then you know it's like 2015 ish everybody starts like kind of moving on with their lives 
and moving to different parts of the country. We, we're all Arkansans. And uh, uh, the thing about Arkansas is, you know, uh, nobody stays. Everybody leaves. Yeah. Um, so we all went our separate ways. Do and people did not end up play coming back later? No. People I feel never, like, you never I, come back. I, I grew up in Reno, and that's a place where everybody leaves, but very few people stay left. No, there's like that, a magnetism that drags people back. Well, I mean, obviously so it's housing prices, you know, but there's like several Reno, magnetisms. People from Reno are like salmon, and people from Arkansas are not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, Ezra. You really finished yeah. that one with a bang. I love, you know I love how long you kept the fish metaphor going. <laughs> I know it's crazy okay. about people. Tell me, <laughs> Alex, tell me a second kind of fish and that you know for sure does not go back to home to spawn, because I don't know mm. any other fish, and I don't know what they do. <laughs> Cod. Hmm. What do they do? I just you just didn't know any other fish, so that's yeah. what I okay. knew. And cod is another fish. There's yeah. also okay. catfish. Yeah, catfish, catfish is a type of fish, famous fish. <laughs> you know what's weird about people from Reno too is that they don't need a map to find back the way back home. They that's can so just true. Do yeah, it. thing it's that's really in here. weird. It's you just, just remember like, where Reno is forever on their way yeah. back. On. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe Atlantic salmon. Oh, maybe. Maybe they go to Atlantic City. Uh, <laughs> they love. Well, I mean, you, you could find a catadromous fish. I think that might be helpful because you're talking about a. Ta- uh, That's not even a word. Um, what are you right, talking anyway, about? This is the, the, yeah. uh, great. Another. Yeah, th- this was longer in real life. You guys. Yeah. Let's... <laughs> Damn the. I, I our sound engineer about... is working overtime today. <laughs> Jesus. I got a question, Hunter, about your early yeah. Twilight Imperium days. Like, okay. do you? I mean, obviously, you've learned much about the game has changed. You, you're far more into the scene. But, like, looking back on just, like, the play that you, you all did early on, like, did, were you guys, like, did you have a good, like, were you able to grok the game? Like, did you actually have an understanding of no. the game back then? No, we sucked at like, the game. We were so bad at it. Would your tactics today, yeah. like, get you la- Like, if someone saw, if you saw yourself play early on back then, like, your best game back then. Would you be embarrassed by like how little you understood the tactics and like the skill of the game at this point? You guys weren't good at this. Is what no, we yeah we we sucked at the game. Everything we were focusing on was really stupid and wasn't really worked out. Was mostly us just being excited about how many pieces there were. Um, but we didn't know uh, we we didn't understand the rules that well. Um, we continued to play based off of like bad understanding of like how the game should be played. Um, and then, you know, years later, obviously skipping ahead a little bit, um, I am going to start a podcast about this game. And I started thinking that I know a lot about it, which mm. is very embarrassing, basically. Mm. I, I was publicly shamed for many years into learning how to actually play this game uh, correctly. Um, and now game. I do. And you can never take that away from me, haters. Okay, <laughs> I know you're out there. The board game community is there. famously not protective about what they like, and they don't like measure like you know knowledge and stuff like that. So they mm-hmm. were probably very cool with you coming in, pretending to be an expert. Yeah, so, um, they were. They were. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> Catch me up. How how many pieces are there? Impress me with how many pieces there were. How many pieces are there in Twilight? You just said Imperium? you liked how many pieces there were. You got to tell me how many oh, pieces. Oh, there were. How many grains I'm of innumerable. sand on a beach <laughs> are there, Alex? Yeah. How many stars, stars are there in the universe? <laughs> how many halos on your head? All right. It looks like There's probably like over a hundred pieces of plastic. There's fifty-one probably... system tiles, eighteen race tiles, twelve red tiles, five empty spaces, two yeah, asteroid so fields, two empty hard. spaces with worth holes. 354 plastic units, 59 units. Oh my and six god, there's that many plastic. I didn't eight know. Eight strategy much. cards, ten, t- eight 10 sided dice, one victory point track, 59 planet cards. 
and then more items in the community wiki that I can't actually get to. Yeah. So um, the, the fun thing is, so Hunter, I, for prep for this, I did listen to episode one. Um, yeah. Which was a fun episode. Of, po- be- of his podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Of, of, of Space Cat Speed Turtles. And it, it's, it's fun because you, you do jump in and you're like, I, it felt like, even more so, it felt like I had missed something uh, going into this episode, uh, that episode, where it's like, oh, we're just going into it. But you're like, hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, edition three which is now done and there's all edition four. I had to turn it like it just, it felt, it felt like it felt like there was a rug pulled out from under me. Right. It was, it was a, a and time that, of change. That, so, um, well, let's, well, let's, let's get into like the timeline here. Let's get into yeah. the deep dive. That way I can just walk Let me just add through some more information. Uh, 184 technology <laughs> cards, 41 promissory notes, 80 action cards, one you don't know what any of this means. Token, one saying, custodian token, yeah. two necro XY assimilator tokens, 272 yeah. command tokens, nice. 289 c- control tokens. So you got command and control, different board game. Yeah. 40 yeah. commodity and trade goods, 49 infantry tokens, 49 fighter tokens. Also, just to clear up, the promissory notes are separated into 24 generic promissory notes and, t- and 17 what I would say questionably are called racial promissory notes. Yeah. Yeah. So weird but, about that. Uh, that's been changed. We've changed. We've We've done a lot of work on the language of Twilight Imperium. If you want me to be like, if you want me to seriously respond to your joke comment, um, and <laughs> nope. we do use the word faction now instead of race. Uh, um, we pretty okay, much good. taken. So, so you're a factionist. Yeah, because um, also most of the time the faction name is not even the name of the race of science fiction creature that that is anyway. So it just never made sense. Just always if felt weird. There's one thing I've learned from science fiction is that the most people and things their own space no one just wants to be chill and hang out everyone's really into getting into factions in this space yeah yeah sure. everyone's got to have a team in space like you well, think because eventually like, in space you end up playing yeah. space tug of war and you just need to know who's on what side yeah that's a good point <laughs> you just want to be ready for that right speaking uh, of space tug of war i think hunter why don't mm-hmm. you give us the deep dive into twilight imperium starting Now, okay. Um, so we're gonna zoom. Of course, this is you know when I'm in charge of the deep dive. The thing mm-hmm. that people know, I think, if you've you listen to the show a lot, um, is I go really deep. I zoom mm-hmm. out, and then we get a lot of information. Okay. Yeah. Get, get um, your waiters on, boys. We're going yeah. in. You know yeah. what I mean? We gotta. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in 1758 BC, war is invented. Okay. It's the yeah, first war. Yeah. yeah, every it was, and yeah, that's what the period before that is called the Great Chilling, um, where people just like <laughs> smoked blunts. I believe and it's shit. called an yeah. ice age, but you're close. <laughs> no, it was it was yeah. the Great Chill, the time of chill, um, uh-huh. and then war was invented, um, and of course, as we all know, war is good. Um, I, well, quick war question. never what changes. Is, what war never war, changes. Yeah. war never yeah. changes. War is great. Yeah. War is good. What is what does war evolve out of? Before that, was it like sports? Was uh, it boxing? It was boxing. Somebody okay. was Jeffrey. like, "What if yeah. we what if we did boxing, but everybody was doing it at once?" This was everybody and for keeps. See, you're, you're actually looking at it wrong, Alex. It's the opposite. It's like war is what everything else evolved out of. You know what yes. I mean? War is what war came in as a single perfect thing, right? It was right. perfectly crystallized. Uh-huh. Um, and then like everything, games, sports, all of that evolved yes. out of like, how can we do war better? You know, yes. kissing if, was like, what if war, but instead of swords, yeah. your mouths, and instead of bad, good. Yeah, yes. it was a, a tactic. Someone thought like this will really throw them off their game. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then like you know it like 
it toned into what it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, it, and just to completely agree with Anthony's point, the next year, 1757 BC, board games are invented. Okay, yep, so that's how old board games. Yeah, so they it see must war. Have been so hard to do years back then when you were counting down instead of up. It's I know so it's like tough. It must like have been really so fucking exciting though when you're like, oh, what's gonna yeah, happen? Oh numbers. my god, yeah, we're yeah, at like yeah, five so BC. Oh my god, the height. When you went from Whoa. 757 Whoa. to 1756, well, you probably didn't care that much. But <laughs> yeah. once you're down in like the tens, dude, yeah. think about how exciting excited people were about the year 2000. You know what yeah. I mean? We were very. Imagine the year zero coming up. God, people were probably freaking out. Oh, man, I'm sure. <laughs> um, next important thing that happens, we're going to uh -huh. skip ahead a little bit to 1952 A.D. So that's <laughs> after uh, our Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Um, <laughs> there is this uh, board game publishing company called Avalon Hill. Um, mm -hmm. And they become very popular for publishing a lot of, like, war games where essentially, like, old weirdos sit down and uh, reenact uh, war stuff with complicated dice rules and a bunch of stuff that I don't like or really get down with. But anyways, Avalon Hill, very, very popular and important uh, board game publisher for many, many years. A lot of the board game stuff that we have to enjoy today uh, only really exists because of Avalon Hill. Famously, if you scroll down a little bit, in 1974, uh, this man, uh, who, of course, you all recognize, but just in case you don't, mm -hmm. it's Gary mm -hmm. Gygax, who invented uh, Dungeons oh. & Dragons. Oh, yeah. While, yeah. And from I can tell from this photo, it's while he was working at Trader Joe's. Yeah, so while he was working at Trader Joe's. For listeners, you can see, he's wearing he a very chill, uh, from, the, from the era of chill, I think, uh, kind of yes. floral uh, Hawaiian print shirt. Yeah. Um, so he actually pitched Dungeons & Dragons to Avalon Hill in 1974. And Avalon Hill... Uh, said no. Um, oh. So things did not end up working for Avalon Hill. And in, in the 90s, they kind of like fell off completely and they were sold to Hasbro. When they were sold to Hasbro, immediately Hasbro fired everyone involved. And it seemed like war games in general were kind of dead. Um, mm. Me and my buddies were playing Axis and Allies, which is a war game that was from that kind of original boom of, uh, that, type of uh, that type of game. Um, but yeah, by the time you get to the nineties, it's pretty much over. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the movie war games is from the eighties. So this is a long time yeah. later. I don't think war games is necessarily about like board game war gaming. Who can though, say? Just about an AI who, can who say? loves Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> right. Isn't it about, don't the they like teach it tic-tac-toe and it's like, this game sucks. Why didn't they just teach it something fun? Right. Well, well, I would, would love you teach the AI from war games. You teach it Dungeons and Dragons and then you leave and you come back. And you're like, have you figured out if war is good yet? And it was like, I'm an elf. I need to seduce this guard to get into this. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, That's so it's Dungeons. funny. You're kind of joking, but you're actually kind of correct as far as like where Dungeons and Dragons came from. Oh. Um, is it's literally like people playing war games where they're just focused on violence and killing. And Gary Gygax is over there being like, but what if they like feel stuff? You know, right. like what if yeah. what if there are like stories uh, to be told, and that's why Avalon Hill was like. What if their like, theater kid have... friends also got to play? What yeah, if these that came later. <laughs> <laughs> later, people were like, "This is actually kind of a theater kid thing," and Gary Gygax was like, "Sure, that's what I meant the whole time." <laughs> <laughs> um, but once you get to 1997, um, we there, there's a man I have to talk about um, who is the uh, the father of Twilight Imperium. Um, and has a lot of great photos um, online that you can find. Uh, his name is Christian T. Peterson. Um, 
He's a weird uh, Danish man uh, who was living in Minneapolis uh, in the dead times of wargaming. And he Mm -hmm. came up with uh, Twilight Imperium all by himself. Um, and he did. Uh, like, he did actually come yeah. up with it all by himself. You're saying it like that's, that's not real, but... That he is, did. like, <laughs> one of the things I love most about board games and just, like, game culture and stuff like that. How much of them are the... Like, like the very specific, you know, games like this are very bespoke, made by incredibly small teams, usually one or two designers... Who build mm-hmm. out everything? They build out a world. They build out mechanics. They build out like lore, and it's just like I it's believe such that a you're telling the truth. Form, but both of you just, sound like it. you're in a deposition for a lawsuit over the guy that he stole Twilight Imperium from. You're like, nope. He, no. he created it by himself in a room. He had no friends there. <laughs> Definitely, Larry didn't come visit during the time he came up with. There, no, Larry had a different idea for a space yeah. board game. That's how you yeah. Yeah, that, um, Andrew Garfield is in the other room, really pissed off. Uh, yeah. Hunter, as the saying goes, right? Pax Magnifica, Magnifica and then Soul Credit Gloriosum, right? So, yeah, yeah. That's, that that is, that's Latin for Soul Credit. Yeah. That was I mean, the there original. is that weird rule in Twilight Imperium where, like, if you betray and murder your best friend, you, like, get a bunch of rewards, but like, the ghosts never stop <laughs> There's literally no you. consequences. It's and weird that you like, included that. Yeah, it's really weird. But, I mean, like again, Otis, you know, they, they come up with such wild, inventive stuff. Totally. This is a fun yeah. riff, and this is definitely winning us over fans, I think, from Hunter's fan base. Oh, absolutely. They're having a great time. To be time. clear, this They're is like, entirely this about Hunter's tone and not about the game at all. <laughs> okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. It, it was my tone. It, it that was my fault. I was my no, yeah. It was more. It was an inspiration for riffing. It's just like I ins- I you were a sexy you, guard in front of yes. the castle. We need this to get into, of, and we were role playing. <laughs> this picture of Christian looks log you, Alex. I feel like there's this one where it's like, no. yeah, you, the far you right one, the glasses s- and the, the tilt. I feel like it's I yeah. it. be young Alex. Come on, guys, well, don't say that. <laughs> this, I don't. I don't consider this to be a flatter. He's. I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't consider this to be a flattering analogy. I don't know if he's a great guy. I mean, personally, I think he's kind of nuts. Um, but. Mm. He, he have you comes not hung up, out with him? Does he not know who you are? Um, I, I, I have had, I've interviewed him once. Um, and, and when I say nuts, I mean it affectionately. This man, like, came up with his own space opera that was yeah. mostly just in his head um, for a very long time. Um, and to be, like, such a one-man band when it comes to something like space opera just kind of makes you seem like a weird guru. Anyways, he builds, he, he releases Twilight Imperium first edition in 1997, and he actually builds a pretty well-known board game company out of it um, called Fantasy Flight. Um, if you're into board gaming at all, you probably know who Fantasy Flight is. Twilight Imperium was their first product, basically. Mm. And in fact, the, the Fantasy Flight, uh, most of the Fantasy Flight like logo stuff or like tech stuff is all just using the Twilight Imperium uh, font. Uh, which is, I don't know, that's interesting to me. Um, Mm. Christian doesn't even work for that company anymore, so it is kind of like transitioned away from him. But he built this whole whole thing that then once you get to the 2000s, you kind of have board gaming coming back. There's a lot of people that play board games now. Like, Alex, you you play some board games, even though you don't seem to like them that much, but you do play some. Uh, What do you mean I don't like board games? I love board games. I play board games. Oh, I I just remember playing Secret Hitler with you one time, and you were like, very not. You did not like to do it. One thing that I do have, I struggle with in any board game is lying (laughs) to each other's friends. More than anything. games. Yeah, this has come up a lot. No, I don't like lying to my friends' games. I think that's really that's stressful for me. I don't enjoy that I part see. of games. Yeah. Um, 
You like but, lying to your enemies. Can you know, sure, lying to strangers. Can, yeah. love that. Wait, can there be yeah, a, a, a spin-off of Secret Hitler to like, uh, let's say, like out and proud mo- uh, Mother Teresa, where you're just like, you really, everyone knows that you are a good person. <laughs> or, but, but everyone, so, so the game is everyone is <laughs> claiming to be Mother Teresa, but yes. out and proud. And then you have to figure no, out which one's lying. Everyone's a good person. <laughs> no lying at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. so there's no liars. And then so we it's all a, kiss. It's a board <laughs> game I made up. Come to I my house. A sexy elf. So it's a board game. No, I love board games. I do, you know, my wife does not have a lot of patience for learning rules of board games. And so yes. my the amount of time I spend playing games with lots of rules has decreased over the years. But yeah. Um, and I never, I never got into Axis and Allies, but I did really like Risk. I played a lot of Risk, I which is a Risk much simpler version. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> What well, the worst part about Risk is you also have to like lie to your friends, which is definitely something, having watched you stream this game before, there is negotiating and lying to your friends, and that part still stresses me out. Absolutely, yeah. But wh- I, I want to know about what Alex is like I mean, when he plays Risk. I think, like, so one, this is like probably 20 years ago now, and I think... Sure. Mm. And he has When I was at my prime, all. yeah. <laughs> Everybody agrees um, those were the classic years. I think there years. was some win-making yeah. that was going on in this game. Uh, where um, oh. Alex did not like that part of it because it was not him being wind made. Mm. Ah. And I think this is fair. Yeah. Mm. Well, so, okay, so just, I don't know if this is true of you, Hunter, but the way Ezra plays board games is he has a different set of objectives than the rules state mm-hmm. every mm. time. So whatever the game is supposed to be, he has decided on a different thing he's trying to accomplish that might involve ruining the game for other people. I think that that is... That's how board games work. Yeah. It's, an option. Like, it's certainly it's an option. not against the rules. It, but, it's, it, but it is. Board games <laughs> are not. Ain't no rule. Board games are not sports. Board games for other people. They're not. They're yeah. not athletic events. You know, they're not a true test of like skill. They are, in a way, closer to wrestling, in my opinion. They're theatrical. Uh, they are. They are sort of fake. You know, there's no board game out there besides like chess or like something really, really straightforward. Anything thematic like risk, I mean risk you're like rolling dice. Like the dice yeah. are deciding who wins the board game. Like it's, no. you, know, you decide. Which dice to roll. You decide which battles to take. Sure. You you do have a limited amount of influence yeah. over it, but ultimately if the dice wizards decided that you were going to win, then you well, would it's, win. It's, That's it's all the it would take. It's between I'm trying to beat a game and i'm trying to play a game with friends yeah right? like there's a difference in mentalities right well and that's i see that's the biggest growth like arc of my last 20 years is that i'm extremely competitive and i do not like losing and i have had i've tried to evolve to be able to have fun playing games at a less serious level that right. is more fun for everybody and i found when which types of games are more fun for that for me um, and I've made great strides in that regard, but I do always appreciate when people uh, remind me of the time when I was less good at that. <laughs> That's like one of those fun mm. growth moments is when people can be like, hey, remember when you were less good at this? It's nice. It is nice, yeah. you know, because yeah. now you're really reflecting good. on how much yeah. you've, Maybe you've grown. The next, yeah, yeah, the yeah next that was clearly the tone that it was can, meant in. Yeah, for sure. That yeah, was the, the next tone. 20 years can be you like learning to like not get upset about that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's very possible. You know? Wow. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Check in at the in the <laughs> season twenty for me to you to find out if that happened. Yeah. So Hunter, this guy came up with a game that involves a lion wearing a headdress, and I'm very excited mm. to find out about that. Yeah. So well, 
So in the world of Twilight Imperium, most of the different factions are populated with uh, various science fiction species that are mostly just anthropomorphized like animals. Nice. Like the most mm. basic way you could do it. There's bugs. There's turtles. There's nice. uh, especially there's cats. The cats uh-huh. have kind of always been like the, the, you know, on the cover. They're like the, the poster child of it. Um, there's for some reason there are like Nazis. Sure. And we're not sure why that there are those. Um, anyway, are they but, human Nazis or are they like they're just like Nazis kind of pale, like blue Nazis? Huh. And it's just kind of like it just seems weird because you're just kind of going for a grab bag of different things. And one of the things that CTP grabbed was like, well, Nazis. A lot of Nazis. Um, there's goblins. <laughs> there's sure. Nazis. Um, what <laughs> yeah. else is there? There's like kind of robot people and Nazis. And so Nazis. Got you've it. got like a good mix of all your bases covered. Mm, um, it's like Twitter, you know? It's like, it you is like cat Twitter. people. That's all you're describing. You got, you got your robot people. Ooh, I mean, you got cats, bots. Nazis, you, know, you, got, you have robots, plenty of cat Nazis. people. You have a lot of bots. Everybody's very right. pale. Right. You have, so you have the cool peace totals. You got, you know, it all. It's exactly. It's just Twitter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, CTP makes the game, the board game industry kind of springs up around Twilight Imperium. Twilight Imperium in, in, ends up taking on this kind of legendary um, stature in the board gaming community because of how big it is and how much it kind of harkens back to those old, like, war games, basically. Um, but it is it does bring a lot of new stuff to the table. Like, there, it, it is a game that is trying to be a war, ga- war game. It's trying to be a game about, like, negotiation, trying to be a game about politics, and it's trying to do all of those um, at once to various degrees of uh, success, depending on your point of view. It is a messy game, and a lot of people kind of see it as a very flawed experience, um, including me, Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, my number one thing that I do with my life. Um, But uh, I want to skip ahead. I just want to skip to 2017, uh, where myself and uh, my buddy Matt uh, start a little podcast uh, called Space mm. Cats Peace Turtles. Um, because I would say that as far as anything we have talked about on this show, uh, I am Twilight Imperium. Damn it. Okay. We are ranking me specifically. Whoa. All right. Interesting. Christian, who made it, that this, this dolt up here, uh-huh. he's not even around anymore. <laughs> I have more influence over yeah. it. Than he does at this point. Yeah. So why aren't we rank, aren't we ranking Matt? <laughs> Matt's not here. Okay, oh, Matt's okay. busy. Okay, <laughs> Matt could be on the show, but he said that he wasn't in the mood. Okay, uh, okay. I I begged him. I begged him to be interesting. On, but, All right, well, yeah, I, I don't said, like him anymore. You're right. <laughs> You've won me over. Uh, we start the podcast in 2017, mm-hmm. and then uh, the fourth edition of Twilight Imperium is released. Um, and it is designed by uh, this guy right here, uh, whose name is uh, Dane Beltrami, uh, and he's a, a, he's a very nice boy, and he's a good friend of mine, uh, and I like him a lot. And mm-hmm. this was the best photo that I could find of him out there. Uh, and it's it's you got to check out the YouTube, everybody. It's a very good, solid for, photo. For, for people at home, yeah. this photo is adequate. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Dane. You look great. Um, everybody it's everybody loves him. Lanyard. It's not that he's out of focus. It's just he, he vibrates at a very specific frequency from what I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the best fo- focus photo you can find of the guy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really... Uh, this is a good photo on an atomic level. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I do want to say this, um, the box art, like, glow up, it's it's great. Uh, starting from, like, the early editions of the game to the newer edition, this fourth edition, I'm sure this is not even the most recent. But uh, I do like this box art way more than the other ones. You yeah, have. I mean, the, so it, it's got, if I were to, if I were to make, say this box art was made up of movies, obviously Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is up front, right? There's Jesus oh, Lion. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And then there's Starship Troopers are down yes. to the left. Well, yeah, you have Blue Christopher Lloyd uh-huh, with, Blue like, Christopher really Lloyd, nice yeah. oh, I like white that. hair. Yeah. Um, you got... What, what's that? What was the horror movie with the spaceship where it's, like, you go through the portal and bad Event things Horizon? Happen? Oh, Event Horizon? Event Horizon is up in the upper right there. Yeah. Oh, and actually, this does look even more like Starship Troopers because that looks a lot like a bug down there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's got- certainly like a bug. But the bugs in Starship Troopers don't have, like, weapons. They're just, you know, bugs. Um, this guy's got a this 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 bug this cool bug kind of looks like a mantis. Also, he's got some fun uh, yeah. wristbands going on. Yeah. Oh, and then um, is that Krang in the middle there? Definitely got a. We have yeah, Krang. Yes, a, uh, we are definitely. Like we have our own Krang. Krang. I love this lion though. I can see why he's the the leader. Like that headdress. He's wearing a pocket watch as a necklace, but he is again a lion. But he, his eyebrows, eyebrows are really well coiffed yeah. for a lion. Mm-hmm. Really good eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> Is there a big furry community for Twilight Imperium Hunter? There is not. No, okay. it's it's it is. Uh, Can there be? <laughs> it, 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 we're not. We're just not at that point yet. We're working you, on getting to that point. Would you prefer to, to keep point. it that way, or do you think it should add, it'd be a nice element? I would. I would like to go on the record and say that I do think it would be interesting if more furries got into Twilight Imperium. Uh, we're a very welcoming community, mm-hmm. uh, and I think. Uh, there being like a furry streamer, like dressed as the this cat, this it's called a cosplaying as this lion would be pretty dope. Yeah, Hunter, do you feel like this is on the rails? Yeah, this is. Is this, this what you're hoping for? This is the what I was you're making. For. Are those I'm yeah. enjoying this? This is it. Yeah, this great. is. I'm. Uh, it's going great. I'm. I'm having a wonderful time uh, sharing with you my my entire uh, world uh, that I feel obviously very confident in. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so tell me, tell us about Dan here, Dane here. What what did he like? So this is the guy who's yeah, writing what the game now. What, what's fourth edition like? Why is it better? Um, fourth edition uh, just kind of makes the game, I would say, more palatable. It cleans it up a little bit. Um, and the way at the time we talked about fourth edition was this was taking uh, a lot of the ext- extraneous rules that third edition introduced third edition had this very weird um aspect where it would be like here's like 50 different rules and you don't have to play with all of them which meant everyone played the game differently Mm. fourth edition changed that and made it so that there's only one way to play the game and that involves like a hundred rules or whatever you know what i mean like it's if the if third edition was here's a hundred rules and then here's like 150 extra rules fourth edition actually cleaned it up and made it just 100 rules which honestly me and matt are really thankful for because it allowed us to start a twilight imperium like competitive uh scene and we wouldn't have been able to do that if the game had like a million different moving parts but because it has a holistic design now we can uh we in 2019 we started hosting these international, like, online tournaments uh, for Twilight Imperium. And we started it in uh, 2019. First tournament was 108 players, uh, which is not, it's not a whole lot of people to play Twilight Imperium. But these people played it 
uh, or I guess that would be like 30-something games, like 32 games Whoa. of TI. And playing one game of TI takes you like six hours if everyone is very cool, and none of these people <laughs> were cool. So it was, I think the finals for the first game was like 13 hours. Um, I did this like 2019. This is like when we were living in Portland. Um, so when you were having fun on the weekend, I mm -hmm. was watching people play Twilight Imperium for many, 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 many hours. Um, the, the wild thing about this, like just doing quick math, Hunter, this is maybe around 2000 human hours for this, which is like someone's full-time job. That's like one person working 40 hours a week for a year. The amount of human hours that I've spent on Twilight Imperium, whether it's playing it, broadcasting it, uh, moderating it or whatever. I think if I ever saw it somewhere, like if it was written somewhere <laughs> and I, and it was like the true one, like there was like a, some sort of God watching me and he showed me my human hours sure. on it. I'd probably just like burst into flames. Like the second yeah. I saw it, it would, it would probably make me feel very sick. But in, in, yeah, if you had, so if it's 2000 human hours for one tournament, that's 14,000 sexy lion hours. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Oh yes. They, 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 they do hours different. Yeah. That's true. Well, it's in um, space, you know, like the. Oh, right. It's also in space. So, the, yeah. so the so the hours back home, it's only been a, it's only been like fifteen minutes back home. But you've aged if twenty. A twin sexy you, line. It wouldn't have have had as many hours. Yeah. Okay, checks out. For our first tournament, the winner uh, was this guy that had been a, a semi professional poker player, sure. and mm. we talked to him about like what, why are you good at this game? And his whole argument was like, I'm used to sitting at a table like all day and yeah, yeah, and yeah. so he was like the reason i'm gonna win is because i have the stamina to not like because a lot of people their brains turn to goop yeah um, yeah this, my I mean, this is a huge portion of poker yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. table strange yeah. yeah right and it's a lot of playing the odds and the odds might be like really small really minor right yeah. um knowing when to play and when not to play right yeah, it's right. so true and when to walk away and when to run yeah, yeah when to hold them yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and exactly when to fold them yeah. yes um, so yeah, turn the first tournament and the second tournament, um, we did on this, uh, program called tabletop simulator, uh, which is like a program that allows you to play board games, in, like a digital space, which became very important because tournament two happened in 2020, um, Ooh. which is, you can remember was like a year for cyberspace, wasn't it? Um, yeah. for some reason, it's a, it's a Good time to have like thousands of hours go into something. When oh, you that's so go. true. That's a great yeah. time that was another that. thing it about the game. Very yeah. funny. The, the. COVID sucked for 99% of everything on this planet. But for like 1%, like board games, like Zoom as a company. For yeah. some people, COVID was so fucking good. Right. Uh, and like board games grocery is... Grocery delivery like apps, but not Dragon. people who deliver groceries. Yeah, like yes. Dungeons & Dragons in particular, like the growth that that game has had due to COVID has been like yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, uh, and most tabletop games got caught in that vice. But like, this is very funny the idea. Like, this game simulator being like the worst thing that happened. to Everything else is just like I'm just making so much money from it. I'm like a COVID profiteer in a way. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we do our first two tournaments. Um. And they go pretty well. 216 people playing Twilight Imperium. Exactly I was pretty excited. Exactly double. Everybody brought one well, friend next year. So, oh, so the, there's a referral code because mm -hmm. it's a six player game. Uh, it's mm. funny that you notice that, that because yeah. it's a six player game, the first year, so 216 is actually the ideal number for a six yeah. player game. If you want to do a three round mm. tournament, 
Um, oh. The first year, we didn't think we could hit 216, so we capped it at 108. Oh. Um, and then... And then in tournament two, we hit 216. I remember it happened in like five minutes. Cool. So we were like, we're oh, in wow. trouble. So we have to like figure out, this was like a problem we spent like a year trying to solve. Uh -huh. um, and we still are actually working on solving this problem of like demand essentially. Um, but it did, it did eventually have to become like a four round tournament with some very weird wonky r rules. Anyways, um, first two tournaments are happening. Uh, just Twilight Imperium, fourth edition, the base game designed by Dane um sweetheart doing his best um and then uh, after two years uh work started on an expansion for twilight imperium fourth uh edition a lot of people think that me and matt had a lot to do with the expansion um and that maybe we maybe a lot of the ideas were coming from us i'm under nda so i can't really talk about that but there are a lot of people that do say that and they kind of look at what the, how the game changed and stuff and they think like maybe me and matt had a lot to do with it but yeah i mean i, mean, I can't comment the on that stuff right this is like um i think the real test is if there's like you know prophecy of princes coming up later and that's yeah, very furry based that's... and then we'll know for sure we did, did you right before prophecy of prince of kings comes out did anybody visit your house and then mysteriously disappear and not leave any ideas yeah Maybe that did happen. I don't know. I mean, awesome. I can't comment. I'm under NDA when it comes to... Why would you to... be under NDA after it's already out and people <laughs> like it? Wouldn't that be... Well, you want to know how the sausage is made. Says. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It would be very funny if you, if you walked in and they were like, so what do you think about the game? And you only cared about the lore. If you were just like, I don't give a shit about the rules. Those people I don't exist. care about the game. Yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah. Those I just want to talk exist. about this continuity error with this piece and you need to fucking fix it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's kind of crazy about this. Y'all are like joke. Y'all are y'all are riffing into like yeah, that's what it is. Like you're literally just <laughs> describing. You're like, wouldn't you it be funny if there was somebody life? like this? And I'm like, yeah, you're talking about my friend, dude. Like, <laughs> this, this is real. That's like this is real uh, stuff. Yeah, that's that's exactly uh, that's exactly it. There's also a, a role playing game now in the Twilight Imperium universe. So oh, those cool. people actually have nice. like a like there's like a project where they can like funnel that uh, that energy. Um, and at this point, uh, Prophecy of Kings comes out. Uh, it's uh, super uh, well received uh, by the community. Um, although hilariously, uh, many of the uh, other board game content creators uh, actually gave Prophecy of Kings like bad reviews, um, including mm -hmm. uh, uh, one that I have so much respect and love for uh, called "Shut Up and Sit Down." And I like to think that it's my fault that they didn't like it. That maybe me and Matt made the game so weird because people started playing it so much and putting so much of time into it that it has now become this thing that sort of repels people that uh, that used to love it, which is kind of mm. something I'm sort of proud of it in a way. Um, at first, I was like kind of bummed out. I remember watching the review and being like, "Oh, they don't like they don't like the game anymore," and then realizing that it's just because, like, yeah, I mean, the game it because of this expansion. This expansion was like the first piece of Twilight Imperium designed for a very online community that was playing the game at such a wild rate uh, that it may as well be a different board game now. You know, if, I mean, it's kind of like the problem that comic books had and what comic book movies are kind of having now, where right. like it becomes so back heavy and like so much of a commitment that it's like impossible for new people to jump in 
and appreciate the modern stuff because you didn't you don't know about all this backstory right yeah appreciation how does it feel to have ruined something that people liked i love it i'm so good, happy good. i'm Great. so pleased with then myself I'm for it too yeah uh, hunter i have a question for you yeah so do you still love this thing that's a really good question that's sort of like uh like it's the, uh, my relationship with the game is just completely different where it feels a little more like uh, it's like a, my kid or something. Where yeah, it's like, of course, a, I love my kid. This is a way to say no. Yeah. You adopted child. Well, you know how people, when people talk about their kids, it's like, yeah, of course they love their kids, but also yes. their kids like kind of suck sometimes. Yeah, you know? dude, love is different than like. I get that. Yeah. I love Twilight Imperium. I don't always like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. If you could go back to 2013 and have Matt buy a different game because of his addiction what would you would you do it hmm yeah if i could if i could undo this part of my life and now, just switch it where you have the same thing but it's a different game that you've influenced if you were the oh, access this is and so, allies i get what you're saying guy, no and there was an access and allies expansion pack where it's like they add another country that wasn't really around back then but it like really clears up the rules of this war or or matt buys just like a piece of paper and a pencil and like is it a tic-tac-toe and it's like this is the thing that you love now <laughs> Yeah, somebody should make a like a Wakanda expansion expansion to Axis and Allies. That'd I like really this. shake yeah, up yeah. the game. Oh you yeah, know? man, they would mess up Hitler. I love it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fine. A real a broken, uh, imbalanced. Uh, yeah, expansion. yeah. Let's jump into the future. So, yeah. you've got a future graphic here, and then I'm going to add a piece of information to that. Oh, okay. Shit. Um, so the future is that um, we are. You know, the tournament is like such a big part of space cats peace turtles it's a big part of building the community the fact that we've gone from 108 people to 600 people from all over the world um that play in this game uh it's just such like a it's really it's such two, a foundational two people from thing wakanda for me. last year <laughs> two people from wakanda is very is very wild very um, we've, we've had we've only had one uh u.s winner oh. uh which is something that i find interesting we've had uh two europeans no three oh my god three euros now do you, actually mm. one of them's british and i don't count british as being no, european right, anymore they, because they, of brexit um, um, right. do, do you yeah. think yeah. that the the americans need to have stronger brains or stronger butts <laughs> I, or is I it think, a time zone thing i think it's butts actually i'll like just to have some real twilight imperium talk in this i think the americans get too. i think y'all's brains uh warp and wobble towards yeah. the end sure. um, and the euros are really sticking with it because a lot of times they have to start at very weird time zones because me and matt live in the united states so everything has to be very u.s time zone friendly mm -hmm. which means the euros are just getting that trained out of them like yeah. they are they are. They can start at 3 a.m. and oh, go until yeah. you know the next morning or whatever. They're just used to that, um, and I feel like the Americans are kind of big babies towards the ends of it. So y'all need to step it up. Um, I just want to say, if, if for some reason you're listening to this and you don't already play Twilight Imperium, uh, really? maybe you should consider. Yeah, you, you, you I don't know. Don't even have to say this. But you know, maybe did. this is crazy. Um, but we are actually starting uh, our sixth tournament uh, in October. Um, and there's a lot of things that are new and exciting about the structure this year. Um, if you, it, it's, I know I've kind of made it sound like this is like a game that's really complicated and it's for pros or whatever, people that really know a lot about it. That's like in the later rounds. If you want to just 
see what this is like. You can just enter the tournament, learn a little bit about the game, and have, like, I think a really good, like, fun time. You'll lose. I mean, you're not going to win, but... But you could like, lose to someone who wins. Like, like so, You like, could lose totally. to someone who wins, and a lot of people that start watching this game... It's because of that, because they start rooting for the person that they lost to in their game, or at least they pay attention to how that person does, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a cool thing, Hunter, if you think about where it's like, there's a lot of things that we're not great at, right? Um, And very often, most of the time when I'm, look, I, I like running, I'm not a great runner. I don't get to race against the best in the world, but I could absolutely you know, play the best in the world and lose badly to them for this. And that's a really cool thing about this niche community where it's like, oh yeah, you absolutely will be with the best. And like, you don't, I don't have like a, a chance to qualify for, you know, the Super Bowl or anything, but like you could do this. So a very cool thing. Yeah. I mean, this is literally one of the things people talk about with the world series of poker is that you, but then it's not because you want to learn about it. They let you play because they they want your money, but you right. you can just pay to go play against the best in the world and lose. But that's not uh, common in other sports, so that's but like a, a big poker. Technically, I want your money too. It is five dollars. Yeah, that's reasonable uh, to enter. It's a great uh, but okay, Hunter. One other thing I want to say about the future, though. Mm-hmm. It's not it'd be between now and October first. I don't remember when. I don't know when because we haven't figured it out yet. We're gonna play with you. Yeah, we're going to play. We're yeah. going to do a little stream. We're going to try as many of us as can schedule it. We're going to hang out and we're going to try this game because I'm very excited to play this game. Yeah. Um, partially because I'm still upset about what Ezra said about me a while ago. Um, uh, just to show that I can. I'd play with you again for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see in that bothering me why I'm so bad at this. But yes, yeah. um, this, we're going to play. This might be it's a really be so bad fun. idea. You know? I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, uh, so we'll I, and we'll we'll stream it or record it or whatever we do. But we'll if you're if you're listening to this and you got this far, you might be interested and we would like you to come hang out with us when we do it. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, please. What is it, this? It, oh, oh yeah, what's good? That, uh, d- don't worry about it. Uh, Perfect. Somebody, All right. Yeah, let's not great. let's not so, worry about that. So that's uh, thank you so much, Hunter, for the deep dive. Yeah. Now let's take the thing that you really care about a whole lot and rank it against other things you don't care about. Oh hell yeah. But first, this episode is brought to you by our Patreon, patreon.com slash BTE pod. That's enough information about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That brings us to the master list. Hunter, as quick as you can. Actually, you get the day off because you just did a long presentation. As quick as you can, please read us the 26 things that exist on the master list in order. Go. Okay. Warm beverages brought to you by Awesome Coffee Club. Firefighters, three chickens, four Zelda, five arcades, six women's basketball, seven human children, eight pro wrestling, nine the good place, ten my neighbor Totoro, eleven romance novels, trees, Star Wars, the moon, advice columns, variety, the sun, fresh bread, Nordic track. Hunter, pause for a second. What is Nordic track? Is it Did you like listen a, to the episode yet? Is it a workout thing? Yes. I mean, yes. yes. Ah. Nailed it. Great. All right. Ten. Uh, sorry. Twenty uh, is uh, stand-up comedy, uh, powerlifting. Cat videos, Halo with the Boys, Half Assing It, New Metal, and Waffle House. All right. 26. Where are we going to place Twilight Imperium on this list of soon to be 27 things? Okay. Because Hunter did know what Hunt Nordic Track was, I think it can't go lower than Nordic Track. I think it's only, I only want to okay. look up uh, start with the Nordic, Nordic track. track floor. Yeah. That's very fair. Yes. I, but, I, but Waffle I'm House is the bottom. Well, no, Waffle House was the top. Yeah. Right. 
I'm just saying, like, Twilight Imperium is kind of like Waffle House to me as far as, like, <laughs> where my Waffle values House. are. Like, yeah. unnumerically. Like, I've kind of gone post-number on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm kind of looking at the list as, like, a neighborhood. You like, where do I want Twilight Imperium to live? Yeah, yeah, Hunterland is, like, Halo with the Boys and Waffle House. It's in that 23 to 26 zone. Yeah. yeah. You're seeing this as a space. Not as a yeah, like I'm a I'm not really scene. seeing it as hierarchical anymore. Yeah. Um, I think that Twilight Imperium should be close to Waffle House just because like that's where my, the stuff that I care about is. You know, I like I, the idea of your stuff being in a neighborhood. I do mm-hmm. like that. However, and also the closer my stuff is to the bottom, the, the more it might make it to the top. That's so that's true. true. I okay. If that's the if I mean look, I want to respect uh, Hunter's rules on this. I think I would put. Uh, maybe below half ass in it because it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of work, and so I think definitely better than new metal. Um, I'm gonna okay. I don't so know, new, a lot of people like new metal. Just, I think with it. Uh, first off, I'm gonna say you guys have all been very good to me with like pro wrestling and other weird stuff on this list. <laughs> this means a lot to Hunter, so I'm really gonna say whatever he wants. Yeah, that's my vote as well. But oh, I do wow. wanna argue that like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because it wants to be by Waffle House, putting it above New Metal somehow is saying it's worse than New Metal. I know. You know what? Oh, that's I mean? what I think. Like, that's how I, I feel. I, I I feel like that like you'd be technically putting it above it, but okay. you're like kind of saying the opposite. And here's so the maybe, thing. Maybe it's 26 then. Maybe it's 27. Maybe it's oh. the bottom. Because here's the thing. Think about this. There's going to be people, Space Cats people, that are going to tune into this episode, and they don't really know how the shit. They don't oh, no. understand this part at all. So what if we confuse them by just I don't think I putting, understand this part. <laughs> Listen, I'm just playing a long game trying to get Twilight yeah. Imperium on top in the future, but yeah. for now, well, it's got to take the fall. It's got to be a so I mean, It's a very gamey move to do. It's really like the most meta is. thing you could do. Very Twilight Imperium, but isn't it? But also, the way you've talked about this today and what this game has wrought on your life in good mm-hmm. and bad mm-hmm. it's almost like pitting like a hard drug on the list like it is technically awesome it's great you're gonna have mm-hmm. a great time with it but like if you don't if you don't do it in moderation they can like take up more hours of your life than anything that it's almost like yes it's a little dangerous i kind of feel it's, like this, this is such an interesting this is an interesting analogy because that would make me a professional drug user. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're the Keith Hunter. Richards of Twilight Imperium. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Hunter. Uh, Hunter, I have a question. Do you have mm-hmm. a secret objective to dumpster all of your picks? Is that what will get you one victory point? Mm, I'm more. I'm, I am just playing the 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 flipping aspect. Now I understand okay. if y'all don't want me to to play that strategy, um, but. I feel like it's more of a surefire way to uh, get warm beverages taken so, so down. Let me just say this okay. for people who have never listened to the show before, the Twilight Imperium that are new that are coming over to hear the, the Twilight imperialists who are listening for the first time. Um, <laughs> the way that this segment of ranking works, there is one actual answer to how this works, and that yeah. is no repeat takes. So oh, yeah. whatever we come up with for a reason why a thing has to go a place it has to be a new reason from all the other reasons we've ranked anything else ever. So no, if you listen to all of the 27 episodes, <laughs> we've never ranked something in, consistently with the reason we There's ranked no, something yeah. else. Yeah, the rubric no, no is use, there is no, no rubric. Yeah. yeah, Exactly, no old takes. That's the one rubric is no rubric. Mm-hmm. You know what? I got a new take. With that then. in mind, I want to say one my take, because you guys have all yes. given your theories. So I'm going to give you my yes. theory. Obviously, Twilight Imperium is number one. No. And here's, wow. no, no, but here's, here's actually why. 
So we go to Waffle House. We listen to new metal. We perform stand-up comedy. We watch cat videos, right? Mm -hmm. This is the only thing one of us has made, allegedly, (laughs) depending on the NDA. One of us might have actually participated in creating this thing. In mm. making it popular, I think, undisputedly, like okay. has grown this everything else here we are fans of yep. the, or or participants of. This is the Ezra, one where we have a generator. I made a of. human child. Yeah, I was going to say, Ezra is very much a fan of human children. <laughs> I, 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 no, I've made stand up comedy. I've seen the movie. Ezra, you made a child. You didn't make the way we make children different. I made it better. You played the game. You didn't change the game. Hunter, Hunter played the game. You you played human children the way I played coffee and warm beverages. Okay, and, and the way I play arcade games. Hunter made he when he when he came he changed the game. Wow, mm. through the double team. Mm. Um, I, I like think it. for that reason it has to be number one. Okay, ah. and so I will I will say it is. I, I like that too. I also I like that. I still like I've put five hours trying to understand this. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I'm further away than I was before. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, on its own is pretty impressive. So uh, well, yeah, I do I'm, like on your podcast, Hunter. You did say forget everything you know about third edition, and it was a great assignment for me because it took no time. I was like, <laughs> yep, done. I did it. Very easy. Um, I, I I will also say another. This is an, I'm going to do a bonus new take for Uh-oh. why this two should takes. be number one. <laughs> Old two takes down over here. We have done we have dumpstered stuff because it's funny to hurt each other a little bit. Hunter, you looked genuinely uncomfortable with the idea of it being number one. Yeah, and we've never put something high to embarrass one of us, and I uh, think that is very funny. I, I oh just, God! I just now you're making me defense. like the idea. Just, just. Just in Ezra's defense, I guarantee you Ezra has had more of an impact on his children than Hunter <laughs> I'm not saying on his, it's not on his children. And I think it's I've wild. I've had on my stand-up comedy, but I would never yeah. claim I've changed the game of stand-up I, comedy. Right. I think Ezra has changed the game of his children. No, but it's his children. No, no, no. Work. It's not number seven Ezra's children. Exactly. Although, of course, children. we could have done if, that episode. We could have done that. Yeah. I would say it probably would have made it to six. That's my guess. <laughs> yeah. I think we were specific. No, this is not. It's not you. Again, it's not you playing the game. It's changing mm-hmm. the game. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I think I, that's why I think Hunter should be number I, one. I, I like this a lot. I can't. I can't be nice to Hunter in a way that's mean to him, though. So I think it is ultimately like his no. But choice. I, no. That, why no, can't I, you? That's perfect. Four that's people the on greatest the show. way to be I, again. It's though, like singing I, people. It's like singing someone happy birthday. They hate it, and that's yeah. what makes it fun. Yeah. See, if you I, sing, I, if you ever had a restaurant, a group of people sing somebody happy birthday, and they're like, "Hell yeah, sing to me!" It ruins it. It takes all the fun yeah. out. Yeah. I, I want to know Anthony's take, though. I, yeah. I feel like. I would, well, like I said, I'm. I'm just gonna go with whatever Hunter wants on this one. Yeah. But my thing is, I, I I agree with you, Alex. But I also feel that like the meta aspect of the game of pitting it there is so is very ti. Is so much ti and it's so much more satisfying than just giving him it. Like I feel like but you're see, like but no, but here's what you're not understanding, there. Anthony. Is Alex is playing Twilight Imperium right now against oh me? Oh my god. And saying, oh, oh, you know what would be nice? And this is exactly what people do in TI, is he's lying. He's being a little liar so that he can ruin my play. And then (laughs) in the end, because my goal, I mean, if we just break this play down, 
I'm putting it at 27 because it makes me laugh, but so I can also try and sneak it into number one later. If we put it number one now, where do you think it's going to go? It's going to go to the bottom in the end, yeah. okay? Oh, it's not going to stay at number one. So that's what I think that I think that it's definitely either number one or number 27. Yep. And Alex has made his play and I have made mine. And I don't think you can just go along with whatever I want. I think Anthony and Ezra have to figure that out. Like what oh, no. makes more sense to you? Oh, no. You know, I, I, I would be down for like making it number two and then pushing it up to number one and putting warm beverages at 27 now. You know what I mean? Like I feel like. Yeah, okay. that's what I want. There's different that's angles. I'm like, Alex, this is like sinister, the game you're playing. I see it now. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. see this game, and I just I don't appreciate it. I explained it, it to you as I was doing it. I said yeah. it's because Hunter looks embarrassed when we talk mm -hmm. about it, and that's very funny to me. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think he might be doing it because Hunter looked embarrassed. I think that's why Alex is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is classic year one color classic commentary. Classic year one SCPT commentary right there. But yeah, I again, my, my vote just goes with whatever Hunter wants. As this has become right, down so that's to two you, votes then. for 27. Uh, okay. Well, wait, I, actually, the best you can do is tie it up, but... Yeah. Okay, no, you, great. Don't do that. Great, All well, right. your vote counts more than Anthony's because his is a follow-on vote, so it's worth nine-tenths of a vote. Wait, what? mine's a follow-on vote. Yeah. No, you chose to do it to copy. Or, but, no, you chose yeah, to do it to, to, to tie. No, no, no. His, his was a vote that carries regardless. You chose to put yours there. Well, oh. I got to compromise. Like, I got to okay. compromise. What, yeah, a, yeah. what about 26 put... Waffle House 27. Is that as funny? I think that's reasonable and less funny. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to play the game I, here. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally think this should be like the finals of the Twilight Imperium finals. <laughs> I think, you end. know what? No, here's the play. No, I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it for sure. I absolutely has to be number one. Because we don't know if we're in, like, you know, this is going to be, we're wrapping up a season, right? Mm -hmm. um, I really need warm beverages to get out of number one before this is over, one way or the other. I don't know what's going to happen on the re reordering, but I need it out of there now. So, uh -huh. okay. number one, okay. Twilight Imperium. All right. Hunter, do you, do you concede? I mean, I think it puts us in a weaker position, but I, I, will, I, I will concede. I will concede. A weaker position as a show? No, we could present uh, me and all the other people that want to. Oh, get to see it ranked highly. Yeah, to see it ranked highly. But I, I, mean, I, I will, don't know that I, you, you're making some strong assumptions about what's going to happen next week, and I don't know that I believe that. My next move yeah. is Waffle House moving up or moving down, I guess. So that's that's, uh, and so that'll bump Twilight Imperium down to second. Um, I think it just means we don't get to dumpster warm bed. That'll be a very me list suddenly at the last I, minute yeah. oh, it's almost Which like would i've been waiting all, this whole time wasn't this also what happened on our uh, game board game season yeah, where yeah. you just like out of nowhere stormed up at the end and it's took true. the game away wait, wait i suddenly Alex, won yeah here, here's the one qualifier i want uh twilight imperium to be brought to you by awesome coffee club <laughs> yes twilight <laughs> imperium brought to you by awesome coffee club uh, it Come would on. actually be easier i'm doing a lot of arrow moving that i could save i i hate this but i will do it because it's easier than trying to figure out how to move all these arrows no, I feel good about this also imperium brought to you by awesome coffee club i love yes. it that's pretty now funny all right it. you're right all right well yeah. we have a new number one we have a new top of the master list of best things ever the board twilight game imperium. twilight imperium specifically as modified through the 4e and expansion pack that Hunter may or may not have been involved <laughs> in. Who right. knows? A lot of people say that, but I, I can't comment. Let's talk about the future and get out of here. Oh, no. 
No, let's not. Let's going. All right, so uh, that brings us to our last little bit of business. Uh, first, uh, we have an honest five-star review that I want to read. Uh, you guys are all looking at it for the first time, which means it's not one of you, so we'll find out. Okay, Ooh. so this is a review that we got on the Apple Podcast. It's a five-star review, of course, that says, As a producer of this podcast, I apologize for the rating inflation. There was a time when four stars is good enough. That was the slogan of our mm-hmm. previous show. But due, to a macro, but due to macroeconomic factors beyond this podcast's ability to control, we must now ask for five stars in order to maintain the high-quality content you listeners <laughs> well, have grown to expect. No, that means Joe Biden. That's Joe yeah. Biden's economy we're talking Thanks, about. Yeah, because of Joe yeah. Biden, Thanks, our podcast Biden. needs five stars now. Ugh. Yeah, well, in, I, it also does seem like it works with like rating inflation of so many things. Like every everything that's a scam on Amazon is four point nine stars. It makes <laughs> sense. We should have at least five. Careful though, right? Because if you give us an extra star, it'll just loop around to the bottom, right? We'll it'll be back be to one star. No, I mean that maybe that's part of the. I like to live that dangerously, so I like I appreciate the fi- honest five star review, and I appreciate you being so honest about being a producer of the show. Code Jinky. All right. Uh, on to the mailbag. I have a comment from YouTube. YouTube.com. I don't want to read from front of the show. Robin, who says, last week I asked for suggestions for the Patreon uh, for bonus episodes. Robin says, I would definitely patronize you if you recorded a monthly online board game or TTRPG session. No deal if the game is picked by a hunter, though. <laughs> Weird when you just get sideswiped in a comment. Mm. I, that has happened many times on this show. It keeps happening. It's so, a fun mm-hmm. game. Here's the yeah. thing. Everyone like takes shots at all three of you. No one mentions me one way or the other. I feel like that's worse. <laughs> that is definitely worse. Absolutely. I, know. I got. I got a an honest five star review that just like also Ezra is there. I would appreciate that. Please include. You must mention Ezra in some neutral fashion in all reviews Ezra's from now on. Ezra, if you want to be read on the show, out. Anthony, what you got? Well, to bring the show full circle, I think you and Ezra need to play Risk again. I think we need to close oh. this wound once and for all. Oh, can we play Risk Legacy? Yeah. That game's actually cool. Ooh. What is Risk Legacy? It's just it's Risk with just a, some extra things. Okay, but you well, already know how to play it if you I know mean, how to play Risk. Anthony okay, picked great. it, so Robin would be cool with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, Robin also clarified um, that by patronize, she means she would add us to the rotation of people she patronizes for a few months at a time during which she consumes all their back content before moving on like a swarm of, swarm of locusts to the next mark. So that fun. is what patronize means. Uh, sort of the way you like join a streaming service the week they put out a good show and then you yes. leave again. Um, and then, so that this is the last, we had one other thing on our topic draft for season two or for chunk two, I guess. We're still calling it season one. Um, but for our for season one part B, and uh, that was the thing that's not actually going to work as a show. So we're canceling that. Also, we have other reasons structurally why things are going to change in a couple weeks. Um, with the personnel of the show with Anthony going on maternity leave. So what we're going to do is next week is going to be our season one wrap episode. We're going to do a meta episode. We're going to look back on some things in season one. We're going to do some re-ranking. There's going to be shenanigans. Mm -hmm. The list will get modified. Also, I have a couple of other uh, uh, mini games we're going to play. We're going to do some. We're going to do a mini master list of things that were too small to be on a full episode of the show that are technically plausibly the best thing ever like putting on clean socks so but no one wants to listen to that for an hour so we'll do we'll bring in many things and rank all awesome. of them quickly on a master that list been the best episode is putting on socks <laughs> i mean this is the thing Sock if we talk. said it was if we <laughs> socky talky is a pretty good idea for mm. a podcast if we did do an episode where 
it was the topic was putting on clean socks, and I'm sure Anthony's history of socks would dig up something really interesting. Yeah, I bet They're... socks are either way older than you think or way younger than you think. <laughs> I, yeah. exactly. I, I like, agree. I Historian and what you, you think. Yeah. Socks also, are actually when, from the 70s. <laughs> when did they start turning like 45 degrees? When did they turn into that angle? Who invented yeah. the, the, the toe? My, my first questions. instinct when Who invented you said that the was Who invented the, the, toe? the, the word Jesus. pitting on clean socks and how mm-hmm. like socks may have been around for a long time but like yep. you couldn't clean your socks until like fairly well recently. this is the thing a i know about laundry detergent is it's either way older or way younger than you'd expect yeah that's true so anyway all that and more is coming up next week we're going to talk about socks among other things if i learn any history of socks in my socky talky i'll add it but mostly we'll do a quick We'll just kind of jump through a bunch of stuff and then rank them. And there are other mini games and shenanigans. If there's any lingering questions you have about season one of the show, let us know. Uh, we would love to hear about it and include it. If possible, you can also leave us an honest five-star review. And if it mentions Ezra in a neutral way, we will read it on the show. Oh, there was an email. Uh, sorry, really quick. Yeah. Editing this out. There was an email I wanted to read, and I forgot to include it here. Tom Schroeder, a, uh, uh, a longtime uh, supporter of the show, a Patreon sent me a Patreon message just to add to our gender of celestial bodies discussion. Bodies mm. discussion. The sun is female in German, and the moon is male. Die, son, and der Mond. Oh. Mm. I'm sure pronounced exactly like that. So, uh, and I and that got me thinking because I also think it's. Uh, La Luna in Spanish and El Sol. So I think it is also mm. the moon is a girl and the sun is a boy in in languages. What? That's what I was saying. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that yeah. was what Bree said. That's what most of us agreed with. But there was some there was some uh, disagreement about that from people who did not know as much about languages. Apparently. Well, too bad it's uh, anyways, not up to us, right? <laughs> and it's actually about you know the sun and the moon exploring their own identities. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. It could be that. It could definitely be that. Um, you know, I'm I'm playing Starfield neut- right now, and I'll go ask them. Yeah, right check out the Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Do check out. See you'll what they you'll say. load. I'll you'll load there. into load asking in. them. Yeah. Have a after seven different loading screens, you'll find yeah. out. <laughs> you'll read it in an email. All right, let's get going. That is it for our show. Our theme music is by Atmetrix. Our logo design is by Tom Typography. You can find us on Instagram at BTE Pod and YouTube at Alex Falcone, and like I said, honest five-star review that mentions Ezra neutrally at Apple Podcasts. You can also send us an email, mail at besttheverpodcast.com, and we appreciate everybody who uh, reaches out and gives us thoughts and suggestions for the future. Also, you can support the show by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash btepod. You can also support us by becoming a member of the Awesome Coffee Club, a coffee subscription service where the profits go to charity uh, to help maternal health and reduce infant mortality in Sierra Leone, awesomecoffeeclub.com slash Alex Falcone, and you get 30% off with the promo code Alex Falcone. So join the Awesome Coffee Club and uh, also do good. We've also been produced by the producers, Ranger Patrick, John Lixiglieri, the Duke of Jill, the best assistant regional manager, Sean, and Claire TBD. It just occurred to me, I should have figured this out earlier, the comment, the, the review that said as a producer of the show meant a producer of the show. Yeah. Yes. You did not you just host of the show. I... I I missed that until just now. Mm. I forgot we called them producers minutes later. Yes, <laughs> that's why. You know what? This I, is your producing Patreon contributions, how it at work right here. This is the respect <laughs> we show you. This, this is the respect we give you. Yeah, yeah. This is what you yeah, get for this, that cold hard cast. So get, one yeah. of those five producers just mentioned is the person who gave yeah, the apology yeah. for needing five stars now in Biden's America. It, All right, it just so, shows the value of being a producer. Here's 
We're now at the end of the uh, two hosts and a lie game. Here's okay. I gotta, I gotta give you guys the truth though. I don't remember when Anthony's birthday was, so I decided he was the lie, and I had a one in twelve shot of yeah. being wrong. Anthony, are you a Leo? No, I am not. Hey, Anthony will, was the lie. I'm I am a, a Virgo, as was an Aquarius. Okay. Um, what? July. July 11th is a cancer. Oh, God, I just doxed myself. Oh, no, we can bleep it out. Well, also, I should add it to my con. I should know when your birthday is. Uh, and Ezra. Yeah. You have people to thank. Oh, well, I just want everyone should listen to Space Cats and Peace Turtles. I, I listened to three episodes. Uh, I like, the, uh, there's a lot of good t shirt worthy quotes, uh, like uh, Hunter saying, a grown number pervert. Uh, Matt saying, mm -hmm. Chunky Deep takes time. <laughs> Uh, I think Hunter, you said sloppy and weird at one point. I feel like these are all good shirts and cross stitches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. And plus, I listened to, I listened, when I listened to just two random episodes. On one of them, Hunter and Matt personally asked to play with me and teach me how to play the game. So I'm assuming that's a listener experience for everyone. So it's yeah. pretty oh. cool. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Just pick two episodes. Uh, any listener, they and that listener in that episode you pick, you'll probably get asked personally by name to learn right. to, to be taught how to play the game by we the do that yeah, we just forever. throw out we'll be we'll just be like john yeah we want to yeah, yeah. teach a john to play <laughs> well you're gonna teach me to play soon i'm on tiktok at alex underscore falcone and on threads at alex falcone ezra is at ez fox on instagram uh and hunter at uh, also old gamers almanac and space cats peace turtles your podcasts yeah, I'm also on backlogged. You might uh, be on backlogged. Not... Couldn't find it last week. I, I am. Oh, yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I followed you. I'm just Hunter Donaldson. Hunter Donaldson, Hunter Donaldson on backlogged. Great. All right, we'll talk to everybody next week with the season one wrap. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.